seems like we're live everywhere. And it's Monday night. Monday Night Live. Maybe that's what I should have called this podcast. Maybe, but actually, no, not at all. No, indeed, it is the Toronto Beer Podcast, as always, Monday night, and just a shade before 9 p.m., but Kevin's in here with us. What's up, bud? Um, yeah, doing doing well. And somebody on YouTube, I gotta tell you, somebody's right in here on that YouTube super fast, super fast. I wonder if it's my mom. Might be my mom. What am I doing here? I, I had a beer open. I've put it away. Oh, look, my wife's joined in too. Everyone's jumping in. Everyone, hey, look at this. Early uh, start and people are right on top of it. Maybe I should start at 8.57 every Monday. Maybe, maybe not. Ooh, did you hear that? Those are my knuckles. Shaking it out. Shaking off the day. Monday. Hey, oh, look, the person went away. Whoever that was on YouTube, I scared them off. Possibly not my mother. This is going to be a fun one. 8.58. I am racing an edible, um, which uh, hopefully won't hit until at least 20 to 10. And uh, But we'll have to see. We'll have to see how this goes. Who knows? Had a guy on my route today give me a little, a little something. It was nerd rope that had... It's got some pop. Let's say that. Anyway, hey, what are we drinking tonight? Because we, we got a timeline now, guys. Uh, hey, look at this bad boy. That is the West Coast Swing IPA from none other than Left Field Brewery. Now, I, I reached out to Mandy from Left Field, said, hey, do you want to do an interview? Adorably. I hope she doesn't mind that I tell people this. She said, 9 p.m. is kind of late for me these days. <laughs> They're apparently in the brewery pretty early most days uh, these days. So uh, so we're going to do it, but we're going to have to pre-record it. So we'll do that. Maybe on a Thursday, it looks like. Won't do that live. I'll just put it out. So we'll see how that goes. But, uh, but so no Mandy tonight. I know I hadn't promised, but when I was thinking I wanted a guest, she was numero uno. But I did have some left field. I ordered from them last week. Uh, very important. Before we get into the West Coast Swing. I will mention this again um, at the end, but uh, let me just go to uh, Left Field Brewery here because I want to get the name of this package right. They've got a, uh, oh, these are all beers. Um, if I go to the shop, I think perhaps is where I ought to go. Um, they have a mixed case right now called Beer for Everybody. Um, the BWIM six-pack, which is the Black Women in Motion. 1770, you get a six-pack. What's in it? Glad you asked. Bang Bang, Go Ahead, Greenwood, Laser Show, O'Neill, which is a stout, which I nearly did tonight, but I felt like something a little bit hoppy. And uh, Gigante, which is actually what I was drinking before I started. One of each. Nice six-pack. And I bet if I click into this, it'll tell me $2 from every six-pack sold. Uh, goes to the Black Women in Motion's work to empower and support the advancement of black women and survivors of sexual violence in Toronto and beyond. Um fantastic group black women in motion and uh 
you can also opt when you make your order online to uh, throw a, a donation uh, straight in there as well. Um, so I would encourage you to do that. But take a look. See, um, I mean, six fantastic beers, raising money for a good cause. I can't think of a much better choice. However, I also ordered some of the West Coast Swing. And uh, I've done, I, like I said, I wanted something hoppy. I've done uh, Greenwood and Laser Show. I think I've done Laser Show like two or three times. So I wanted to do something. And this is new, um, at least new to, to me and uh, probably new to you. Um, so, yeah, this is, uh, uh, well, a, a West Coast style IPA, I, I assume. And uh, let's, uh, let's get into it. There we go. I got my IPA glass, but it just came out of the dishwasher. It might be very um, squidgy on the inside. No, it looks good. It looks like our dishwasher is doing a very adequate job of sheeting the liquid out of the inside of the glass. Have I spoken too soon? I have not. That is a very clean glass. I should do that all the time. In a Spiegelau IPA glass, because we are drinking an IPA. So why not? What do we got here? Um, Honey yellow. That's a very honey yellow color, t touching on orange in the middle. Um, not hazy, not hazy. I mean, it's not clear, but uh, not brilliant, but uh, it's, uh, it's, it's fairly clear. Paid no attention to the pour, so I didn't really develop much in the way ahead. I'm just going to spin one up here. Um, yeah, so that's a nice, dense white head. Very nice. And, uh, hmm. So right away on the nose, uh, clementine, clementine, I was going to say oranges, but clementine and evergreen. Couldn't tell you what, just something sort of evergreeny. Maybe some lychee fruit. Let's give a sip. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mango in there. Mango and clementine, for sure. Yeah, and uh, pine? Piney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quite, quite resinous, in fact. Very... Um, uh, very much uh, uh, in, in line with a West Coast IPA. Quite piney. And, and a substantial bitterness on the palate. It's, it's notably bitter, especially because I've been drinking so many sort of new world, new school style, very delicately bittered, but very aromatic hop forward IPAs. This is back to having a bit more punch to it. Um, definitely some early hops in this recipe, giving it a really assertive, astringent hoppiness, which is quite nice. Hmm. Yeah, sort of secondary flavors. There's mango in there, some lychee. Probably some grapefruit. Yeah, white grapefruit. Hmm. Looking for malts here. Just a glimmer of uh, sort of just sweet, cereally malt, like uh, well, malted barley. It's not caramelly. It's not bready particularly. Just a little bit of cereal malts. Uh, you got to go looking for them, though. This is a hop show. Welcome to the hop show. 
Barley need not apply. I had a dog named Barley. I didn't even name him. He came with that name. Who knew? Now I have a dog named Ginger. Apparently I've got a thing with dogs with edible names, although our other dog was called Boston. So... Can't eat Boston. You can eat baked beans. That's a Boston thing, isn't it? What are some other Boston culinary delights? Is there a Boston-style pizza? Like Chicago or New York or Detroit? Detroit, hot. So hot right now, Detroit pizza. Hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Quite piney and astringent. Very assertive hoppy bitterness. Some nice tropicals, we could say, because we're looking at uh, clementine, mango, white grapefruit, maybe a bit of lychee. Maybe a touch of something melony. Mmm. It's not quite perfumey, but there's a very, um... Uh, what's the word here? Not delicate. Yeah, maybe there's like a delicate kind of florally kind of quality coming through on the finish. Finish assertively dry uh bitter but not terribly so but assertively dry and uh, yeah this lingering and actually what kind of comes through is almost like uh not just flowers like blossoms think like you know when you, you smell like the cherry blossoms blooming or if you've ever been around orange blossoms whew, that's a nice thing to smell um something along those lines quite nice rock solid beer that is the West Coast Swing IPA, 7.2% too, so be, go carefully, be careful. Pardon me as I burp right into my hand next to the microphone. All right, what are we going to eat while we drink this? Well, this is one of those ones very classic. It wants something on the spicy side. What spicy thing should we eat with this? I mean, I always try and think of like ballparks because, you know, left field makes sense. Mmm... Hmm, something spicy. It's interesting because the tropicals are what are giving me pause. This isn't going to be a ballpark spicy thing, by the way. Mainly because I can't think of it. I mean, people would say hot wings and spicy sausage. Actually, a spicy sausage. But like... A notably spicy sausage. The kind of spicy sausage, it's spicy enough without spicing it up, although you do anyway. But not like, not like a grocery store spicy sausage, like a spicy sausage from like an Italian delicatessen or something like that. Really spicy sausage. Um, but why would, do we want to go with that? Well, because interestingly on this now, Spicy and that bitterness, that very assertive hop character, they just work well together. Um, you need something to kind of try and tame some of that aggressiveness from the hops. And at the same time, you need something that can overcome the spiciness. And the two can both do that to each other. They can, they can work in tandem, as it were. We always talk about something nice with beer, something a bit fatty. Uh, with some richness, and sausage has that in spades. Good sausage is normally 30% uh, fat by weight. Um, so notably fatty. Um, so we're going to get that nice uh, astringent effervescence cut of the beer cutting through the fattiness of the sausage. But then the other thing about the sausage is it's got spices in it. 
or at least it should, and not just chilies to make it hot, but some other flavor components. It's usually things like pepper, there might be caraway, there might be garlic, like there can be different things, but the idea is there's some spice characteristic. And I actually suspect, as long as it isn't too overbearing, that that's going to work really interestingly with all those tropical fruits, um, depending on what the spices are, of course, which is, I can't tell you one way or the other, and you can't be, get too specific with that sort of thing. If you walk into a butcher or a delicatessen and say, I want a spicy sausage that has some very specific seasonings in it, they'll say, good luck with that, we have this one. Oh yeah, Anthony's saying maybe some hot soppressata. Yes, uh, typically soppressata, I might be wrong on this, cured though, right? So normally more of a sliced. I was thinking like a sausage in a bun, but that would definitely, definitely work really well. Um, so yeah, if you're looking in the charcuterie department, uh, soppressata would be exactly what you're looking for. If you get down to meat, always the caveat. For me, not so much. I might have some cheese with this. We had a really nice Canadian cheddar on Saturday night when we did a really fantastic wine tasting. Maybe I'll tell you about that after the, uh, after, after we finish this part up. Um, cause it was lovely. Oh gosh, was it lovely? Uh, so yeah, there you go. Um, charcuterie go with something like the soppressata, a nice spicy, um, very rich, uh, cured meat, or as I say, like a spicy, like Italian style, like sausage in a bun. Uh, if you want to get really creative, you could top it with something like a, a fancy, um, uh, like a Caribbean style hot sauce, which might be like scotch bonnets with like, well, mango or pineapple or some other fruit. Um, not uncommon to find those. Um, I think we have one in my fridge right now from Grace Brands. Um, that would obviously then start bringing out some of those fruit characteristics, which would be really nice too. And it would increase the heat, which if you're like me, I'm not going to say you can't make it too hot. You can, and I've been there, but I will say you can make it hot. So we could do that. That'd be good. That'd be nice. I like that. I'm going to have another sip of this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. So, yeah, we did a wine tasting. I do drink wine. I love wine, actually. Um, I was passionate about wine before I was passionate about beer. It was actually partially experience in wine consuming and, and tasting uh, that made me so interested in beer. Um, so, yeah, haven't drank a lot of wine uh, lately, but, uh, you know, periodically a little bit here and there. And then we have friends who uh, who wanted to do a wine tasting with us and given the uh, the full no, I'm serious now, really locked down or whatever it is we're calling this one. Uh, uh, with that, this, you know what? Let's just do it on Zoom because we were trying to figure out a time and, uh, and you know, with all this, let's just do it on Zoom. So we said, yeah, giddy up. Let's just do it on Zoom. That's the right spirit. And uh, so actually what happened is uh, the, the gentleman of the couple, he opened, we had, we had four bottles, um, all from the Chateau Neuf de Pop region. Uh, very bougie. And... Uh, he opened all four and decanted half of each one into like a swing top uh, style bottle, which had been cleaned, obviously, and so on and so forth. And uh, and then he dropped it off at our house with some cheeses he bought. And I made some ratatouille and sent him home with some ratatouille, which I realized maybe doesn't sound like the most fair trade. But that's not what we're aiming for. We were both just doing something. He just did a lot more. Uh, 
and then we consumed them. And uh, it was great because we did it um, very formal. So we had the four. The bottles were numbered. But uh, uh, Paul, oh, I've just doxed him. I think I called him the gentleman earlier. His name's Paul. Uh, we won't get into last names. But uh, uh, Paul uh, had decanted them into the, the bottles without knowing which bottle was which so that he couldn't then remember, oh, this one went in that bottle, for instance. So we were all drinking them blind. So we drank, uh, we, we tried each one of them, all four. And then uh, we, we made a list of our picks. Not necessarily like, because none of us are functionally good enough to be like, oh, this one's the best, but like, what's our favorite would be more what you're looking for. And ordered them uh, in order of, 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 of our preference. And then uh, we had the tasting notes for each one. Now, it's worth mentioning. Uh, one of them was like the cheap bottle in uh, quote marks, of course. Cheap is relative. Uh, and then uh, there were two that were uh, like in the middle. And then there was one exceptional one. And we didn't know which one was which. But so then we read the tasting notes for each one. And then with, you know, sort of the professional's uh, opinions in our ear, we then were able to uh, to go through and think about them again and uh, not necessarily say, oh, I think this is the really expensive one. So I'm going to pick it as the top one. Nothing like that. But it just kind of helped frame it a little bit more. And then we redid our orders, both having spent some more time with the wine and also having read descriptions. And interestingly enough, we all picked the same wine as our favorite. And of course, if you know how these things go, you will know that it was the cheap one. It was still a more expensive bottle of wine than I would generally buy. But our flavor, our, our palates, our flavor preferences uh, went with the, uh, the cheapest one of the four. Uh, incidentally, uh, Paul and I both had the most expensive one as our second. So uh, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe they're all good. I don't know. But uh, it was a real fun time. And we had some nice cheeses with it. All uh, Canadian. So we had some uh, Charlevoix, which was uh, like a brie-like creamy uh, soft with a nice rind. Um, we had, uh, I can't remember the name of it. It was an XO. Yeah, it's gone now. I've forgotten. But a uh, uh, nice, nutty, uh, slightly buttery, uh, f uh, firm cheese. And then a really nice cheddar. It wasn't too funky. It was it was a very sharp cheddar without, wasn't quite like into the barnyard category. Um, but it was really nice. Oh, and some really good salted black or dark chocolate. Whew. What a feed. And I made that really nice ratatouille. <laughs> Which somehow just sounds... And I made a pot of vegetable stew. <laughs> I deserve a pat on the back for that. Anyway, uh, we had a really good time. Incidentally, I know this is the Toronto Beer Podcast, but as I mentioned, love wine too. Um, really interesting to, to do something like that. We're talking next time, because apparently they want to do this on the... Not the rag rag, but like more than just net once. Um... We were talking about doing another region, which that would be cool. But I suggested a different idea, which was uh, to to try um, four different bottles of the same grape, but from completely different places. So like we're probably going to do Grenache. Um, so it'll be like Old World. So a, a French region like Chateauneuf de Pop. Um, New World, uh, South America. Um, so you can get some good Grenache out of um, like Chile. Uh, probably New World in uh, Ontario, and then either like Akali or 
somewhere else in Europe or something like that, but just do four of the same grape, but from completely different regions to see how the terroir um, impacts it. The flip to that being what we just did, which was a very specific small region. And in fact, that very uh, high-end bottle wasn't even just a single year's juice from a single uh, vineyard. It was from a specific part of the vineyards. It was very intentionally specifically picked and, and juiced uh, in ultra limited qualities. It was, as I said, very bougie and I loved every minute of it. I wore an ascot. Unsurprisingly, I don't own an ascot. I own two ascots. <laughs> anyway, we had a really good time and I would highly recommend just doing stuff like that, especially now. What a great opportunity. We got a couple of bottles, got some friends on Zoom, split it. You could just use mason jars. That's all we were expecting um, to distribute the wine. And uh, yeah, just jump on Zoom, talk about it. It's, it's great. I highly endorse it. Or Toronto Beer Podcast, do that with beer too. Um, in fact, let me have a sip of beer. I don't want to get too much detail, um, especially because it might not happen because it's very early in the planning phases, but I'm talking about doing exactly that with a brewery where myself and somebody from the brewery and somebody from a hop producer, we're not going to get too specific again. Don't know if it's happening, but, uh, would host, um, uh, yeah, like a sort of a zoom call, uh, and people would be able to buy online. You'll buy the, the kit, which will give you like a couple of beers, a glass, some notes in there, maybe, I don't know, some food or something. I don't know how that part will work. We, again, very early days. Um, but you order it, gets sent to you, that gets you on the list. You get sent the link to the meeting, time and place. You jump in the meeting, you've got the beers, we drink them together. Um, we talk about them from different perspectives, the hop grower, the brewer, a guy who has self-proclaimed himself to be smart. Um, and then, you know, there will probably be an open conversation point. People can jump in and, and share themselves. And uh, yeah, really, really fantastic time. So I'm hopeful that that goes through. Um, as I say, talking about it, hoping uh, to make it work. Obviously, if I do, you'll hear about it here. Um, but yeah, you can do something like that on your own. You don't need to wait for me to do it. Um, even because we know what the supply of the LCBO is, you don't even have to break things up. You could, with a friend or a few friends in a group text, agree on like four beers or six beers that you know you can get at your local LCBO. You all go out, get it yourself at the appropriate time. You can uh, sit down and do it. You could all order from the same brewery and just make the same order. Hey, I got to tell you, what we've learned from Zoom is this stuff's actually easy to do. So you should do it. It'd be a fantastic opportunity. That's my hot take tonight. Plan yourself a beer or a wine tasting on Zoom with some friends. And, uh, and toast me when you do it. No. Whatever. Uh, but have fun with it. That could be really nice. Um, it is... 9.20 by my clock I've still got at least 20 minutes still feel fine but I think I don't want to tempt fate this has been going over 20 minutes I'm gonna have a sip of beer and wrap things up mmm wrap things up like an elf that's what I should have said but live and learn hey fun one short easy peasy but uh, always a pleasure Thank you for uh, joining in, whether you join live or listening on a podcast player of your choice. And uh, yeah, 
had a ball. So we'll talk at you in seven days, which will be next Monday. Uh, again, guest, maybe, maybe not. Will I have an announcement about hosting some sort of a beer tasting online? You know what the answer to that question is going to be before I even say it. Maybe, maybe not. And uh, otherwise, have a good week. Oh, yeah. Uh, did I say available at the Left Field uh, Brewery right now? This is West Coast Swing IPA. Highly recommend. You can pick that bad boy up. Uh, order it. They'll deliver. I believe I ordered on Thursday. They delivered on Friday. That's the that's the attitude I'm looking for. Um, also, check out that uh, BWIM six-pack. Uh, not just because it's full of great beer, but because it also supports a great cause. And Left Field's so good for that. Always, It seems like there's always something that they're giving some of their money away for. So you gotta got to respect that. So check out Left Field. Give them a follow on the socials, all that sort of stuff. And of course, once things reopen such a fantastic brewery to sit in um especially if you like sports and want to watch them on a television um but yeah until uh we all are back there uh you can order some stuff in and do pretty good at home and uh yeah i think that's that's about it have a good night have a good week be safe out there hey guys if you're over the age of 40 you can get a vaccine Highly recommend it. I am on a wait list right now for one locally. I might throw my name in the hat for the AstraZeneca too. see which one hits first. Doesn't hurt to try both. But uh, if you are over the age of 40 or if you are under it and have a very long list of potential conditions that will allow you uh, to get it, one of which incidentally is having a BMI of 40 or higher. Uh, I'm not a 40, I'm a 28, but uh, I know a lot of people who just by grace of being slightly bigger than their doctors would like, they uh, could get a vaccine. So uh, look it up, see, and uh, see if you qualify and uh, get that stuff stuck in your arm. Because we aren't going to be sitting at left field for a long time right now anyway, but it'll be less long the more people can get that done. So let's get that done. That's the public service for tonight. Get your vaccine if you can, and a lot of you can. So look into it. And other than that, have a good week. Drink some good beer. And I will talk at you in seven days.